It is a very, very big welcome to you for joining us today on this very special edition of the ICB News Channel. My name is Rob Marshall and I am the General Manager for All Things Community Engagement at the ICB. And this is in fact the first of a series of special editions of the ICB News Channel as we celebrate Global Bookkeeping Week here in Australia and well, I guess globally. We have got a very special guest today who we will get to in a moment. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. But first, let's welcome in the ICB CEO, Amanda Linton. Hello, Amanda. Hi, Rob. How are you going? Great to be with everyone, especially on this special week. This is a very, very exciting week. You can almost feel it in the air. It's, it's palpable at the moment. Um, the excitement is electric. So before we bring in our very special guest, maybe do you want to just give the listeners a bit of an idea? You know, we've got listeners all around the world, so this is Global Bookkeeping Week. Why do we have Global Bookkeeping Week? So Global Bookkeeping Week is an initiative that's been in play for about nine years now. This is about the ninth year that we've celebrated. And the intention is to highlight and celebrate the contribution that bookkeepers make particularly into the small business community um, all around the world. As you've called out, this is a global celebration and we partner with um, various bookkeeping organisations and our key strategic partners to just celebrate the amazing work that um, our members and um, broader bookkeepers actually provide. So it's about celebrating um, the work that they do. It's also about just recognising and trying to um, help people understand what it means to be a professional bookkeeper in today's world. Beautifully said. And like I say, if you're a bookkeeper out there right now, it doesn't matter if you're a bookkeeper in any sense, uh, maybe in employment, perhaps you're uh, just starting out, maybe you're a student um, to, about to become a bookkeeper, or maybe you've been you know, around the planet a few times like the likes of myself. And well, I won't say Amanda, she's a lot younger than me. Congratulations. Well done on everything you do. Enjoy this week. Celebrate what you do because we certainly do. We thank you for what you do and you are exceptional at what you do. So we're going to take this opportunity this week to roll out a series of episodes of the ICB News Channel to do that, exactly that. And that's what we're about. We're going to celebrate you today and throughout this week and uh, we're going to bring in some special guests during the week to, to also emphasise how important the bookkeeping space is here in Australia right now. And let's get into that move because we've got one of the best going around. He's uh, joined us today. Will Buckley is the AU Country Manager. Now, we won't go with AU, we'll go Australia, Country Manager for Zero. Uh, fresh off one of the most amazing events I've ever been to in my life, ZeroCon. Welcome to the ICB News Channel, Will Buckley. So good to be here. Hello, Rob. Hello, Amanda. Thank you very much for having me. Will, before we, we sort of get you to uh, maybe expand a little bit on one of the most impressive keynote speaks I've, uh, speaking spots that I've heard for a while, um, ZeroCon, very happy? Was it a, well, from my point of view, I was happy. It was an amazing event. I, uh, I'm glad you were happy. Obviously, in a lead up to such a big event like that, we put a lot of time and effort and thought into what the experience is going to be like for everyone that comes along. Uh, and then I've done I've done a number of these now over the years, 
And it's that moment that you get at the after party, the end of day two, at the end of the conference, (laughs) where you're looking around and you just see how many smiles there are in the room, how happy people are that they're sharing in that moment together. Uh, And that's where you sort of know that's like the, the judgment moment of have you done a good job and was it worth it? And uh, this year I was, I was elated and so happy with um, the, that feeling at the end of the conference. Um, it was just, a, it was a really good vibe all conference long. Um, credit to the Zero team for pulling it together. Yeah. Um, but we weren't the ones that, that made sure everyone had a good time. That was everyone that attended, investing themselves in their own experiences, sharing with each other um, and putting a smile on everyone's, on everyone's face every time they had an opportunity to connect with someone new. So it was awesome. Well, I can see a certain CEO of the ICB nodding her head because she uh, absolutely had a good time. I can attest to that. We all, we we all enjoyed ourselves. We did, didn't we? Um, so thanks to the Zero team, as you said, they put on a, a fantastic event with great content um, also. So let, let's tap into some of that content. Amanda and I are going to get inside uh, Will Buckley's uh, mind on uh, that keynote that you gave and uh, give some uh, maybe some expansion on that perhaps. Um, obviously, was a, a major piece at ZeroCon this year and a massive crowd. Everybody was uh, extremely connected into to what you were saying. Will, do you, you put a real focus in that, in that talk on the importance of bookkeepers in the broader communi- uh, community and what the challenges are for this. Do you want to expand for those listening in now on the initial f- focus and why that was identified by Zero? Yeah, of course. Look, the keynote that I gave was for me a culmination of like a number of conversations that I have had in my eight years at Zero, but also um, as a member of the profession. I think I started in two thousand and seven, um, and for me, this was just the keynote where I felt like I had the opportunity to take 15, 16 years worth of experience and conversations with a number of people that care deeply about the future of our profession uh, and be able to package all of that up into a way that was going to resonate with everyone that was there uh, at ZeroCon and not necessarily light a fire, but just show everyone that there are so many people in our profession that care deeply about what we do, know the positive impact that we have and are energized and willing to sort of stand up and lead the way for the next generations coming through yeah. uh, to continue that positive impact going forward. So that was that was the objective, uh, and I felt really pleased at the end of it um, that there were a lot of people that came up to me afterwards and said that they got a lot out of it. And I'm great. It's I'm grateful that it's just sparked a bit of a conversation as to. What do we do now together? Yeah. And, Will, your, your presentation was exceptional and I know we came and spoke to you afterwards, um, both Rob and I, to congratulate you on the session and how you positioned it. Um, in your presentation, you did actually position and some identified image problems, if we can call that, for bookkeepers. Um, and I know one of the comments that you made was that um, accountants and bookkeepers have never been more crucial to business than what they are right now in relation to being relationship builders and storytellers of the small business community. Um, can you recap on what some of these these uh, challenges may well be and some possible ways forward for bookkeepers, do you think? How do we tackle some of these challenges that we have? Yeah, I, um, I don't 
I don't like the stereotype that exists with bookkeeping and, and bookkeepers. Um, I find that the age-old stereotype is quite disconnected and far away from the reality of how the profession has evolved over, let's just say, the past decade and, and then some. Um, and the stereotype that exists doesn't give a fair amount of recognition for the impact that bookkeepers in the bookkeeping profession uh, not have had but are having on small businesses and the role that small businesses play in our economy. Here in Australia, um, small businesses or businesses from sole traders all the way up to 200 employees, those small to medium-sized businesses contribute 54% of the country's GDP. Um, so if we look at it from that lens, small business actually contributes more than what big business and enterprise does. Um, and then if we look at who is helping those business owners make decisions on how to invest their capital, how to make strategic decisions on the best next move for that business, or helping people get the confidence to make a decision to start a business. Um, that is the role that, that uh, we see trusted advisors like bookkeepers have done an incredible job of giving those business owners the confidence to take that first step, but take that first step with confidence. Uh, and for me, I wanted to make sure that that recognition for the role that the trusted advisor like bookkeepers plays on small businesses gets the recognition. And then once that recognition exists, how we can then all start to promote um, the role that bookkeepers play in, in the overall good of our economy going forward and over time ideally break that stereotype or redefine uh, what that stereotype is or that image that people have of what a bookkeeper does and, and who bookkeepers are. Yeah. And we've we've actually, that's sort of the positioning that we at ICB are taking too, Will, is to, to help break those moulds and those stereotypes. And um, as we know, one of the challenges that we face in our space is <clears throat> somewhat of a confidence, I think, of those who actually sit in the community. And getting over this hurdle of I'm just a bookkeeper and so what you're talking about, breaking that stereotype and breaking that mould, um, is crucial to, to the future of the industry and, as I say, it doesn't fairly reflect, I think, the, the amazing contribution bookkeepers make. If we just look at the last three years in particular, but particularly through the COVID period, and I'm not taking anything away from anyone in allied health or health professionals or anything like that, but the reality is... Here in Australia, the rollout of initiatives such as JobKeeper and financial incentives that were forefront of keeping the business community running throughout all those shutdowns and those lockdowns, when you really delve into it, the people who were educating them, the business owners and getting those things in place were the bookkeeping community. And I think that should be celebrated. And as I say, I don't think we, we call out those kinds of contributions quite enough. So I love the way in which you're taking this conversation. Yeah, and you, you touched on it. I mean, compliance is key and the ATO has led the Australian economy through um, a period of like quite quick digitalisation uh, with a range of initiatives like single-touch payroll coming through and discussion around what some future initiatives might look like. And yeah, from a compliance perspective, bookkeepers have been at the forefront of making sure that this digitalisation that puts Australia in a really strong position economically and the role that we play in the global economy. Um, bookkeepers have been at the heart of making sure those clients are able to meet their compliance requirements, um, which is really great. But then also going one step further, we've seen that 
through that digitalization journey, bookkeepers have actually been able to help those clients transform their businesses and and get that real-time view of their cash flow uh, in a much more delicate and constructive way than maybe clients are used to in the past. And so what we're actually doing is seeing the speed at which business owners are able to make decisions and make those decisions with confidence, the time it used to take those businesses to be able to make those decisions is now becoming shorter and shorter. And that's having that domino effect on the overall economy that is really positive um, for getting good quality and positive decisions being made quicker in, in succession. And that amounts to a lot more momentum over time, which is great. The conversation right now, I think, is more important than we possibly realise there is a, a growing sense out there that, as Amanda called out, bookkeepers put in so much time and effort to especially small business, as you mentioned, Will, and I'm glad you called that out, the, 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 not just the growth of small business but the size of small business and its importance in the Australian economy. Uh, there's moments where bookkeepers do, and many are peddling alone, go, does anyone even notice what I'm doing? Does anyone really feel the passion that I have for what I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve here? So I'm loving what uh, you and Amanda are bringing and I reckon there's plenty listening in right now going, yes, I really need to hear this. I just need to feel the love, I guess. And that's what I think you were really tapping into. That's the way I took it at ZeroCon. You, you talked about, you used the term t- talent nature and one of the things that I wanted to sort of tap into was um, that that's another key aspect of what you brought in at ZeroCon. Could you maybe outline what does that really mean for a start and three or four ways that bookkeepers could tackle an overall approach to growing and making gains in this area? Yeah, nurturing talent is sort of the key for being able to transition the current state of the bookkeeping profession and make sure that it's continues to grow and evolve in a really positive way and continues to have the positive impact that it has had and and is having. Uh, And so, yes, to me, it doesn't matter if you are a sole practitioner bookkeeper or you work in a team of bookkeepers in a practice or if you work in industry uh, and and in-house. Nurturing talent is a collective responsibility of everyone in the profession to share and coach each other um, and redefine what best practice looks like and lift the bar and the pathways that people go on in the profession um, to continuously improve and get a lot out of the profession. Um, I know in the world of business, we talk a lot about outcomes and destinations and metrics, profit and loss and financial position and, and cash flow position, but to me, the future of the profession comes back to to what extent those of us that are doing the work are enjoying the work that we're doing uh, and are getting a lot out of the process as opposed to just hanging on to the destination. Um, and if we can shine a spotlight on some of the really exciting areas of what it's like to be in the process and doing the work and yeah. designing data flow and business processes and systems to create that real-time picture of, of um, a financial position and like doing that work to bring that picture together, then if we're able to speak about that in a really positive light and show and coach each other on how to do that better, then um, my belief is that people will catch on to that and people will want to join the profession and will want to feel that same feeling. Uh, and that's something that I believe we should lean into quite heavily. And 
not so much look at nurturing talent from a I'm a team leader, but what can I do for the good of the profession and the next generation of the profession that, that are coming through? I really, really like that. We we do need to not only focus on the now, but the next generation coming through. And it is a focus again, I'm sure I can see Amanda nodding her head there. That is a huge focus of ours, hence our educational pieces that we're starting to bring out as well. And I know Zero has a huge focus on that as well. We need to be able to get the younger generation understanding that bookkeeping is an amazing opportunity and a profession to get involved with. Um, and there's sadly still a lot of ignorance out there um, in in the public about how important and how effective a good bookkeeper can be. I sat with um, somebody at a, a dinner the other night and uh, a very, very nice conversation. I, she asked me what I did and I said, book, worked with bookkeepers. And uh, the conversation basically went to the fact that I think she thought I was talking about those who take bets at horse races. Uh, she clearly had no idea what I was talking about until I fully sat down and explained it. And suddenly she had an appreciation for what uh, what bookkeepers do. So we, we've got to talk it up. And that's exactly what we're doing today with Will Buckley from uh, Zero. Amanda, uh, I know you had a, a, a key question as well. We wanted to fire at Will. That's sort of been a bit of a theme for us throughout this year at ICB. It, it is. And first, before I just lead there, Rob, can I just say, Will, um, I love where you're taking that about the fact that the development and the growth of this industry is the responsibility of all of us. It doesn't actually lie at the feet of any one sector. Um, it's about, you know, enhancing the growth, looking after the next generation, etc. So if we start thinking about it from a generational perspective, I suppose, but focusing a little bit more, as Rob said, on one of our themes for this year, um, what do you believe a professional bookkeeper needs to be and look like in 2023 and as we move into this next generation, into building the next generation. And you, you brought out a couple of really key points in your Xerocom um, presentation, which without putting words in your mouth, um, you talked a bit about specialisation. Like, Do you think that's really the path that, you know, the, the key one of the key paths of, um, you know, of having bookkeepers specialise in particular areas rather than trying to be a bit of everything to everyone? Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that theme because that is something that I believe is an emerging trend um, of not just something that touches the bookkeeping industry, but a lot of industries is that specialization. Um, the deep knowledge is always going to succeed. And what we've seen through the adoption of technology and emerging technologies like cloud and all of the apps coming through is that Geography is no longer a barrier to delivering a great high quality service. And because the borders have sort of opened up, not just, I mean, you could be a bookkeeper for an e-comp for that specializes in e-commerce businesses, not just in Victoria, not just in Australia, not just in the Southern Hemisphere, but you could potentially be the world's best bookkeeper for e-commerce businesses. And you could do it all by yourself um, with a network of of people or peers that you collaborate with that are specialists in other areas um, and other industries. So for me, it's sort of just having that open mindset to the how you could evolve what your, your business looks like as a practitioner um, and not be confined to just geography. Uh, but at the end of the day, for me, everyone I think would benefit from taking an opportunity to just reflect on all of the clients and all of the work that 
you've done over the years in your career, taking the time to reflect on the type of the, the type of work that really gets you out of bed every day, puts a mm-hmm. smile on your face yeah. and feels like the time passes really quickly. And yeah. Being able to just then go one step further and ask yourself, why is it that type of client or why is it that type of work that is a little bit different and I have a different emotional connection to that type of work than perhaps I do to others? And for me, if you can start to double click and double down on that emotional connection to that type of work or that type of client, building a business or a practice around that type of work is something that can become infectious And you can almost become a magnet that other people will feed off that enthusiasm and energy that you have. And for me, there's like a little bit of a fear factor of taking that leap of faith to go and do that. Uh, But I don't think I've ever come across anyone that has taken the time to reflect on the type of work that they really love uh, and really understood why they love it and built a business or a path going down that path. I don't think I've ever come across anyone that's ever done that work, looks back and regretted that decision or that effort that they've they've taken to, to get themselves into that position. So for me, it's about connecting with um, the type of work that gets you out of bed every day that you really enjoy, taking the time to understand that and then find ways to have a positive impact through that work. Uh, and for me, at the end of the day, to be a good bookkeeper is all about being a really good financial storyteller. Um, it's connecting mm-hmm. the information, connecting the dots and being able to tell clients as well as government agencies on the compliance side, being able to create and tell what that financial story is from the information. Um, and for me, that's the role that the bookkeeping profession um, can continue to play in a really positive light going forward. Beautifully said. It's great. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, well, punching the air at the storyteller bit. I think that's something that uh, so many bookkeepers right now will be going. That's what I feel like. I feel like I go out and I paint a picture every day when I go to a client. You know, I'm a bit of a Picasso in bookkeeping or something along those sort of lines. So, absolutely love that. Will um, we've got. Um, some absolute gold in there. I hope uh, those who are listening in uh, are listening intently. And if you're just tuning in now going, oh, you're saying, was I listening intently? And I wasn't, then rewind and have a listen to that because you can in a podcast. So many of our um, bookkeeping community will. Um, I get the, the privilege of interviewing uh, bookkeepers on a one-on-one basis in another podcast we have called The Heart of the Bookkeeper. And so much of what you just said resonates through so many of those stories. Quite often, the reality is many in our uh, community are what we might call accidental bookkeepers. They didn't necessarily start out to be that way. And then suddenly, they've found something that they're really good at in and perhaps in a sector that they know really well. It might be with trades, it might be legal, it might be in health, whatever. And to roll out of bed and go, I can go and now talk to people about something that I'm very comfortable with and can tell a story about that I know is going to benefit others, that is huge. Not too many workplaces I know can do that in so many different ways. So I love where you've gone with that. We're winding down on this particular episode. I could uh, go, I think we could go for uh, hours with uh, Will Buckley from Zero, but Amanda, final comments. 
look, I just think, Will, your positioning is great. I, I too, I love this concept of, you know, financial storytelling. And that's that's kind of really what we're about, as you say, you know. Um, it's about taking the taking the information. And, and when you think about what the future of the profession looks like, the fundamentals haven't actually changed. It's just the way in which we now collate the information to tell the story. But we've, we've been storytellers for years. Um, as you say, it's now the digitisation journey and, you know, might, might mean that we're doing things in a little bit different, you know, in a way that's slightly different to what we have, sort of 5, 10, 20, those who've been around more than 20 years, um, you know, the way in which that we used to do things. But the the financial storytelling is really the outcome of what we're doing. And just to pick up on your, your specialisation thing, um, you know, as many of the listeners would know, I was in practice for, for, you know, 12 years with my own team and my own practice. And we used to specialise, we had three industries that we specialised in. And when I look back on it, it actually had nothing to do with the work involved in that particular industry. I loved working with the people in that industry. So some of the work within the sector used to frustrate me to no end, but I used to love working with people in, you know, in my case, hospitality, construction, not-for-profit. So I think, as you say, it's finding that what is it that lights you up about um, being, you know, about delivering bookkeeping services. So thank you so much, Will, for your, um, for your contributions today. Um, really keen to keep unpacking this story with you. Um, after this uh, after this podcast as well but uh, the story as we keep saying will continue it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure it's something I hope everyone can tell that I'm deeply passionate about this so I don't want this to be a one and done one-time thing like yeah I'd, I'd love to be part of this conversation with with more and more bookkeepers uh, as we chart forward and and define what we do want in the future of this profession to look like so thanks for having me on and Thank you to all the bookkeepers that uh, have gotten us into this fantastic position in Australia and will will take us even further into the future. So there you go, folks. Boom. We are off to the races, literally, for uh, Global Bookkeeping Week. What a great uh, start. Thank you to Will Buckley from Zero for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure, Will, having you on our podcast. It's also a pleasure, of course, to have the ICB CEO, Amanda Linton. She'll be joining me as we roll into part B, C, D. You've got to keep listening this week of uh, Global Bookkeeping Week. Tune in very soon to our next episode. It'll be dropping soon in in uh, Apple Podcasts and also Spotify and also on our website. So keep listening. We've got a fantastic week ahead of Global Bookkeeping Week. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Amanda. We'll see you again very soon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Amanda.